Um, you know, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is education to our young girls because I know being a young girl that when you have your very first period, your first menarche, this is your first connection to the womb. So it must begin with our young daughters. It must begin with them learning what that womb like magic is, that it's not something to feel shameful about, dirty about, feeling ashamed that they can't talk about it out loud. And they're not understanding their own human body, their own womb. It's not taught at school. Welcome to the Sensuality Empowerment Show. I am your host, Sharon Hoffman. I have the absolute pleasure to use this platform as an opportunity to connect with guests from all over the world, to discuss and share all my favorite topics related to love, sex, relationships, spirituality, and so much more. I want you to feel empowered, excited, and encouraged with the conversations I have so nothing is off limits. Get yourself comfy and ready for another heartfelt or juicy episode. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. It's been such a long time between episodes, so I am excited to be back on air sharing some feminine love, as today's episode is one especially for the woman or the man who are supporting their woman on her fertility and womb healing journey. I would like to introduce my beautiful friend, Tash. I met Tash last year on a retreat and from that weekend together, we have become good friends. So it was just a matter of time before she came onto the show. Tash, also known as Dr. Tashini, a traditional Chinese medicine doctor, a global energetic specialist, womb medicine teacher, and the founder of Fertile Seeds of Life. Today's interview is a very powerful and inspiring story. Tash openly shares about her sexual abuse and trauma, feeling unworthy and disempowered to stepping into her power, her light and living a more empowered life through her deep healing and spiritual awakening. She was downloaded the gift of seeing light codes and DNA activation. This is so fascinating. Tash has a deep passion in educating women and teens on the knowledge of the womb through the menstrual cycle. Her love in this field to support our young girls has now led her to work with an orphanage, creating a six-month program to teach our young girls about womanhood. This is amazing. Tash talks about her six-week womb wisdom and menstrual cycle masterclass program, which is a gift for women of all ages. It's helping you to bridge Western, Eastern and energy medicine together. This is so good. I love Tash's passion for life. She really is the divine channel of love. Love for the creation of a new, awakened and healthy generation of children. So without further ado, I present the womb goddess, Dr. Tashini. 
Hello, beautiful Tashini. Hi, hello. Hello, my beautiful Sharon. <laughs> Take two. Take two. This time it'll be clear yeah. sounding. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had clear sounding, but um, for the listeners, I had the opportunity to have uh, Tash at my house and uh I've got a fairly young puppy and she was a bit of a distraction for us. And I listened to the audio or listened to the um, interview and I just thought, no, I just didn't feel comfortable releasing it um, at that quality. So here we go. Take two. Uh, yeah. So let, let, let's, let's get started. I, yeah, I feel really excited about um, introducing you to my audience and um, I just want to start by saying you are a dear friend of mine so this is even more of a, a I suppose it's an honor for me to have friends on my show and get to speak all things today around um, womb healing um, and a bit about your background because you wear a few different hats but you are known as a womb medicine teacher you are a Chinese medicine doctor that specializes in energetic fertility for couples and women's health and you also are a healer so you've you know you have your own modality that you are of service to to women and men um, who you know who need your your magical hands <laughs> have, I, have I missed anything out no that's beautiful that's that's exactly what I do and you know I really teach around the the womb magic around the womb blood and teaching mm. all of girls around the world around that as well which is a really hot topic that needs to be spoken about too yeah so tash your your passion and mission is to to help women to heal past trauma and become more connected and conscious to their womb and their yoni through the programs that you offer and obviously through your own healing modality uh so i want to talk about that today um how did you know? How did you become? How did you get onto this path of specialising in womb healing? Yeah, great question, Sharon. Um, I think for me, it started at a young age, just because of a lot of the trauma that I had experienced as a child, uh, being raised in a Sri Lankan family where women didn't have rights, we couldn't speak up. It was very controlled. It was very judgmental and I didn't have any freedom. Mm. So I watched a lot of my family members, my sister, my mother, my aunties, uh, really be controlled, violently abused physically, sexually. And that's what I thought is that was normal. And that really allowed me to go into a path where I didn't want that for myself because I had also experienced that firsthand. And I was also violently abused by every uncle. I was also sexually abused by my father at seven. Mm. But there was a lot of trauma that was sitting inside my own body, within my own heart, within my own womb. But I didn't discover this fully until I started going into my teens and into my 20s. And really that around that time, I realised that it was really affecting my relationships with men 
and with women because I didn't trust anyone. Mm. You know, I didn't even say I love you to anyone until yeah. the age of 21, until my first boyfriend. And that's kind of when I discovered that there was a lot of issues around my womb because I didn't have, I didn't want to be intimate. I didn't know how to have a sexual relationship. I felt um, violated so deeply that I didn't know how to connect. And during that time, through that relationship, I realised that I wanted to do more. I wanted to heal. And so I would go to these counsellors and people and they would tell me all these things that were wrong with me that that I needed to do. But when I sat there, I realised that I know all of this. This is not working for me trying to resolve my trauma from an analytical perspective, it really, I needed to get into the body. And when I had my first healing experience with a Reiki healer, that was my first opening into this world of spirituality. Because during that time, she placed her hand on my womb and she said to me, you have been raped by your father Mm. and that trauma is still sitting in your womb. You haven't resolved it. This is why your experience around you is attracting men that are mistreating you, Mm. who are controlling you, Mm. and you have to fight so much because you have that much anger within you. And I remember just bursting into tears, going, wow, like this lady doesn't know me. And she was able to get that information that quickly. And that's when I recognised, okay, let's do this. Let's go deeper. And I was a great student. I wanted to learn. I wanted to grow. And she would say to me, you know, you're, you're amazing because you're not scared at your criticism being criticised or being told that this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted that. And so that took me into that field of going into spirituality And then I think in my early 20s, in my mid-20s, I decided to go and study Chinese medicine. And because I thought, you know what, these tiny little needles, you just pop them into people's bodies and it just rebalances without any drugs, without any massage techniques, without using too much force because I didn't want to, you know, deplete myself through massage because I had learned massage, you know, in my early years. and that degree was so life-changing for me. I went into five years of self-discovery about myself on such a deep personal level and learning about all these different organ systems and how it was influencing our emotions and our body and our mm. mind mm. and our energetics. It was mm. incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would love to know, like, like, first of all, I really admire, like, so much admiration and respect for you that you're so vocal about your own, I suppose, background, um, having experienced um, being raped and sexually abused. That takes a lot of courage for one, as we know. Um, but how you show up, not just for yourself, but also for others today. Like you would have no idea that you have experienced a sort of trauma in your life. So I would love for the listeners to understand, you know, how did you go about healing your own trauma and 
how it has actually from that healing how it's impacted you today Mm -hmm. you know this is this is can be such a hard topic because everyone's journey through sexual abuse is very different and for me there was there was a lot of anger and I didn't know what to do with it instead I would punish I would literally punish men and I would break them apart by being Mm. quite and cold mm. and attacking. That's my way of gaining that control back because my control was taken away from me. My power was taken away from me for, as a young child. Mm-hmm. And women sometimes do that in lots of different ways to try and gain that control back. Mm. But for me, it was a process of surrendering. Surrendering was the hardest thing I had to do. Mm to be vulnerable, to learn to open up was the first gateway for me because I didn't say anything. Mm. You know, I didn't tell anyone that I was 20 years and it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I finally said something to my sister. But even my family only found out a few years ago because I felt that it was important to tell them now as I was doing a lot more global work. Mm. And the only reason I didn't tell them is because I didn't want to hurt them. Because yeah. I, I had moved through it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it took a deep journey of sitting in pain, really sitting with it. Mm. You know, so many of us want to it. So many of us want to block it and not feel it in our bodies. But I was numb. I was so numb. I didn't feel anything. And it was a process of even just doing breathing exercises, meditation, learning about my body, learning about how it was showing up through my period cycles mm. because I was getting my heavy, heavy cycles yeah. and my was so erratic. So it was about discovering how it was physically affecting my actual health mm. as a first step into healing. And then spirituality really started coming in. You know, I started to do my Reiki. I did my Reiki 1, 2, and then my Master's. And that opened up a whole world for me yeah. where I started to see things. Mm. I started to see past lives and mm. I thought, oh, crazy. Mm. I was seeing energetics on such a deep level that doing Reiki to myself for 21 days was so healing. It allowed me to wake up. It allowed me to connect. It allowed me to heal by allowing myself to become kinder, more gentle, more loving to myself. And that's how I started to then gain friendships that were more gentle and kind. Because at one point I had no friends. I had absolutely no friends. I can't imagine that, Tash, because you have... So clearly. Sorry, there's a bit of a delay reaction, sorry. Uh, I think it's my and the internet, unfortunately. But I just want to say, like, that's really hard to even... Um, imagine that you didn't have many friends because you were surrounded by such a wide network of people in your life and you're very social yourself. Yeah, I totally, you know, and it's, it's funny though because if you saw me back, back then, especially up until my early 20s, I was an introvert. I was very quiet I didn't, I didn't like being around a lot of people. My personality was very controlled mm. and I, I was 
observer. I would observe people's reactions, the way they behaved through all of their senses. So my senses were quite awake. And that's how I would rip people apart back then because I would pinpoint and know exactly what was wrong with them very fast. Mm. And it wasn't a good skill because I wasn't using it for my highest good or the highest good of the person. Instead, I was using it in a big way. So it allowed me to really train myself to get out of that because even in my first relationship, I remember saying to my partner the way we met, this is what I said. I said, you're a slut, but that's all good. That was my first words to him when I met him. Mm. And I remember him saying, what is wrong with this girl? Like, this is, this is a bit weird. But he just saw something in me and I didn't know why. And that relationship taught me so much about love because that relationship went for five years. And I can say at the end of that, when I was 25, I really allowed myself to love, really allowed myself to love, but, but then realised that I was never in love with him. He was just the first man that loved me. Mm. And I was discovering what love was and that wasn't it. So then I had to... And that's when I then decided to start my degree as a Chinese medicine doctor. Mm. And during that time, I remember I went through so many trials and tribulations, so much trauma happened through that degree from loss, from, from pain, from heartbreak, from relationships, from miscarriages to, to abortions. And all of those times I realised that, it was all coming back to my womb. You know, I didn't even want babies. I didn't want children because I was so traumatised by my own upbringing from poverty, from abuse, and I didn't feel that I could ever be a mother. I didn't feel I was courageous enough. I was strong enough to be a mother. And it was so interesting for me to then finish my degree and then move into women's health and fertility out of all things, you know. Yeah. What to do? Yeah. Crazy. Mm. And you're so So, successful in what you do. Uh, You know, you obviously attract uh, women uh, and couples that really need your help, your love and compassion and your healing. Uh, and, you know, from that, you're, you, you know, you have moved on from, you know, being, you know, you're still practicing, but being able to offer programs and workshops for women to understand their womb and their yoni. And I would love to talk about that because I know you are, you have started already a program, womb healing program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I found that there was something still missing, even though I had done my Chinese medicine degree and I was using a combination of herbs, supplements, acupuncture, Chinese dietetics, teaching, you know, a little bit of qigong and tai chi within their treatments. I still felt that these women weren't getting to the root of their pain Mm. because in Chinese medicine it's beautiful. We can work with the organ systems and help lift and soothe and remove stagnation, but we need to go into the body on a very connected way in a way where they can feel and connect through their mind as well Mm. to the trauma and that that was something that was missing I found and I was looking at these women going no they're not healing enough they're not they're still numb they're not fully embodying it and these 
babies I felt when I was connecting to these women, these souls of these babies would come through to me saying, mom's not ready. She's not in a high frequency. Her vibration is not strong enough to hold the soul. And I thought, okay, what needs to happen here? And so I started to do Reiki on, on patients and that was going really, really well. You know, I felt that women were really shifting. I was seeing their auric colors. I could see a little bit of past life trauma, but still something was still missing. There was still something. I just knew that I could get to this place of healing faster, more accurately. And there was more information that needed to be revealed to me. And so I threw myself into finding a lot more research, but doing it from a scientific perspective, you know, finding out the latest information. How can I bring Western medicine science together and still use Reiki? But Reiki was like a bit woo-woo and it was just a bit of healing and really thinking too much into it. Until, you know, and and you know this because I spoke to you about this, until I had my spiritual awakening. That's when everything changed for me, everyone. No? Mm. Yeah, and I want to. I want to get. Um, I want you to kind of unpack that a little bit with your spiritual awakening, and talk a bit more about the light codes and DNA activation because I know it's something that you also offer to clients. What are light codes for those that are not familiar with that term? Yeah, sure. So I feel that the human body is still being misunderstood. We are trying to dissect the human body through the mind, but only you can only get so far when you do that through science, right? That's why there's still no full solutions to a lot of these health problems. Mm. But through meditation, through inward journeying, you then access different portal gateways of the dimensions of your body. And when we move into higher states of consciousness, what will happen is that our DNA can switch on fully and our DNA can also switch off depending on what needs to happen. Mm. But when I turn on those lights, this is usually done through light language. And for those who don't understand or have never heard of that concept before, they are literally languages of the universe. So they carry a certain frequency and sound and every different dimension of the universe carries a certain sound and frequency. So you kind of think of it like in Australia or in around the world, there's different countries that speak different languages, right? And every language has a certain sound to it, doesn't it? Some of them may sound pleasant, some of them might feel a bit harsh and strong and you resonate with certain sound. And that's the same thing with light language but it's the origin, it's the first language. And we'll know this through even the OM sounds that we create. So if any of you have heard people do the OM sounds, they are the sounds of existence. And when we, because we have a tongue, because if we remove the tongue, we could still create the OM sounds, the A, U and M. But when we bring the tongue back in, it's a mixture of those sounds that create languages. So in the same way, love, Light language is the creation of this. And what I do is I can usually read the body to see what frequency is out of balance. And as I speak these languages, sing these languages, chant these languages, do 
tonal sounds, it all happens instantly for me. My body just takes over and it just goes 100 miles an hour. My hands will start to move uncontrollably and I will do this for a process of one hour at a very intense level, which not many people can do. A lot of people will speak light language and it's for a lot shorter period because it really affects their throat, whereas I can speak up to 10 different languages that were downloaded to me in my spiritual awakening all at once. <laughs> so it was pretty, pretty full on when that happened. And when I do that, I see these light codes in the DNA switch on and all of this light starts entering the human body in a way that is so magnificent. And as these light codes get switched on, it can bring through your old abilities, so things that you've done in past timelines, past skills. It allows you to connect to who you truly are as a human being, as a spirit, as a soul, and your mind, your body, and spirit starts realigning. Your clarity, your focus starts becoming a lot clearer for you. Past life trauma will start to get resolved as I start to see that and shift it. We start to perform psychic surgery on body parts where the human body, the womb can start to heal in tremendous ways where I can see inside the ovaries, inside the fallopian tubes, inside the uterus, the lining that will shed. Women will start physically feel like they're giving birth. You know, their womb will start pulsating and giving birth. Or they may even feel like they're actually giving birth and had a miscarriage or a stillbirth from a past timeline. And they'll start screaming and crying, saying, you know, Tashini, I've lost a baby, I've lost a baby, but not from this life, but I feel this grief. Mm. And I say, yes, it's still being stored there, cells in the tissues. So we forget how much memory and how much our bodies are fully encoded. Yet we don't realise that all of these abilities is not that I'm more special than you. We all have these abilities. We are all superhuman. It's just that we have not discovered how to use this body, mm. the intelligence of this body, yeah. and how to even operate it in the room. Yeah, the, the wisdom of our body is so powerful and magnificent. I, yeah, I cannot emphasize that enough. And unfortunately, a lot of women who have experienced trauma in their yoni and their womb are very disembodied and very disconnected. Uh, and they don't know, they don't know how to bring or feel that so numb. Um, and they don't know how to even just be in this feminine body of theirs. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, this is the number one problem. You know, yeah. when you come and see me for gynecological issues, fertility issues, you know, breakups, divorces, you know, you name it, mm. a lot of them don't know how to be, how to be in stillness, to feel it. You know, they want to escape. They want to go 100 miles an hour because women are used to doing so much mm -hmm. and when they slow down they they keep saying to me, I feel lazy I don't feel like I should be doing this I feel guilt I've got kids I've got this and I'm like stop you're not living your true self mm. because you're that you you are both yin and yang as we say in Chinese medicine you are the masculine and feminine mm -hmm. it is beautiful dance between both aspects of this, both hemispheres of the brain that, that pertain to these two different 
different parts of us. And it is a giving and a receiving. This is the balance. If you're really giving, 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 you're only living one aspect yeah. of who you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Receive. So, I mean, going back to how I mentioned, you know, you have put together this program for women to, I suppose, connect um, on a very conscious level to their womb and yoni. Um, I don't think we really touched on, you know, what is it that if women were to do your program, what can they expect from that? What can they learn? Mm, I love that. So I think I actually just finished my program today with a few Ah. of the Congratulations. It's almost sad when you look at it. It was so transformational for them. And they said to me, wow, I, I got so much value in what you taught and the recordings and the videos and everything with that. Mm. So in the program, it goes for six weeks. But the very first uh, consult, what I usually do is we go through a full health assessment. When I find out your womb health, your actual health in general, and give you a little bit of guidance on what we need to do if we need to detoxify the body or eat certain foods before we start the six-week program to get your body into a really high receptivity so that you're in a high frequency to receive the knowledge but also to open the womb and the heart and after we go through that we'll go through a one week where we go through a webinar a live webinar where I'm with you so we're asking questions it's interactive we're dissecting through the different seasons through the blood through the messages of the blood how do we work with it how do we learn the tools of what it felt like when we in the womb of our mother what are great ways to re um you know re balance and reconnect in that way then what we do is then the following week we go through our healings so all of the women will get booked into healings that week with me and this is where I kind of I don't even like the word healing to be honest because I'm not the healer you're the healer it's really what I'm doing is activating activating your DNA so that I open up the dimension within you I unlock the key right which is what you're searching for because I that the, the path to self-love will always come back down to the womb. It will always originate from the womb because that's where we hold everything. So as women really learn about some of these emotions that they feel and have trapped in their wombs through the program, it, it transforms them. And when they go into their healing or their session for their DNA activation for their womb heart the following week, I really get them to make sure they don't eat anything. They can't eat any dairy, gluten, sugar, alcohol, or nothing anyway for four days prior. And we go through certain practices to get their bodies into a higher vibration. So I teach this ancient knowledge. I teach you when to do them, when to do the practice, how that actually can open up different pathways in the body. And then we go through this 60-minute activation and hear women experience all things all sorts of things which just sounds so superhuman to explain because it can only be experienced what you you feel what you connect to is source you remember that the womb is the cosmic mother that you weren't just birthed from your own mother you were birthed from all of the wombs collectively that underneath that your ancestors 
ancestors run their threads within you, that you will always feel safe, that you will always have a safe place to call home within your womb. This is the sacredness. Mm. And you learn how to germinate that, how to plant your seeds there, how to create your life force energy, to pull things into your vortex so that you don't need to go out in the world and do, do, do. Bring it in. How do we feel that energy? So I teach you that. I teach you how do you hear her name because your womb has its own name, a sacred name. You know, my womb's name is called Latia. And when I call her, she speaks to me. And through that, every week we'll go do a webinar, then we'll do a healing. So there's three one-hour webinars and then there's three 90-minute sessions for your DNA activations. Mm-hmm. During that time, every week you get a lot of homework, and I do. I probably put too much into the course. <laughs> I probably need to take some things out because people did find there was so much stuff, which is so helpful. But they do. They will need. To, you will need to go back to it because this is a lifelong process. So you get access to recordings, certain mantras that you will not hear in other places. These were all downloaded to me in high states of um, meditation. I've created 10 new symbols as well that activate different dimensions of the body, but through the womb, through healing, through birth, even symbols for babies before the soul can enter. Um, One's for your kundalini, one's for the serpent, so the actual snake within the kundalini, which I've seen and come up out of the body. I've seen dragons coming out of the womb, like just amazing stuff. And so I give you these recordings and practices to do every week. There are transmissions here. So there's a womb transmission to clear your yoni. So after we do that, you can always come back to the 45-minute recording to do this practice. And there's a womb heart transmission as well of self-love. So you feel this deep vibrational frequency of love through your heart so you can pulsate that to the world. And there's a lot of, yeah, different, lots of different stuff. So that's a little bit about what's in it. Um, But, you know, after the seven weeks on the very last session after on the seventh week, I do a group call where I connect to all the women and ask them how they feel. What did they learn? What did they discover about themselves? How has this changed their lives? How will they move it through into the world now? How will they impact our society? How will this impact their daughters and all of the women in the communities? And a lot of them say to me, am I allowed to share this knowledge? You know, we feel bad. And I say, no, you know, when you do something with gratitude and you give reverence and thanks for where you've learnt your teachings, I say share it. Share it with as many people as you can because the more we do that, we'll come together, we'll liberate, we'll rise together and we'll learn the power of collaboration, which is the womb energy, right? That's incredible. Oh, such a juicy program. Wow, the lucky women that go onto your program. Yeah, so beautiful. Thank you. So, I mean, you've done so much with your life to date. Like you've achieved so much and you offer, you know, what you do in the community, um, supporting these women and couple. Where to now for you? Yeah, I mean, there's a few different projects coming up actually. Um, You know, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is education to our young girls because I know being a young girl that 
when you have your very first period, your first menarche, this is your first connection to the womb. So it must begin with our young daughters. It must begin with them learning what that womb-like magic is, that it's not something to feel shameful about, dirty about, feeling ashamed that they can't talk about it out loud, and they're not understanding their own human body, their own womb. It's not taught at school. So I've been offered to work with a beautiful lady uh, working with women who have gone through sexual abuse, uh, child trafficking, so some pretty hard things that people have gone through, and working with uh, women and children over 56 different countries. So I am writing up an interactive workshop with these mothers and daughters, teaching them about the womb in a way that is really bringing science into it with a little bit of spirituality but in a logical way to, for you to understand and making it fun, really fun, attractive for these girls. So this is going to come as an educational platform so we can get it out into hopefully then the schools will be the next thing that I'll be moving towards to. But this is the beginning step, um, getting all of this done and educating that way. And I've also been asked to work in Ghana in an orphanage there, again, for young girls from six years old to 16, working with this beautiful lady from New York who runs an organisation over there, teaching and educating. And she's asked me to come in there and teach a six-month program where we are reconnecting our young girls to the creative arts, to the womb power through the earth, through nature, through the rocks, through the flowers, how do we bring nature back in as the womb is deeply connected to the earth in this way? How do we connect them to the moon cycles and teach them how the moon has a big impact on fertility, on our plants, on the whole ecosystem? Mm. You know, simple things that we haven't heard. Amazing. And make, yeah, making it exciting, making it exciting about crystals and its minerals composition and how it's affecting the human body and how do we feel energy? What does it feel like in your hand? So making it so fun that by the time they get their period, they're in honour of it. They're in total respect because they understand that this has the life force energy to spark a new life, to spark a creative energy, to literally birth anything into your life that you want to create and that when women come together in this womb blood magic, we will live the way we lived over 5,000 years ago when we knew all of this ancient wisdom because the intelligence that runs through your blood will be remembered again. It will be awakened again. And when we do that, we change societies. Mm. We change women, men globally. This in our civilization through this education and through understanding the womb. Beautiful. You're going to be part of such a massive movement a womb and yoni movement, which was, you know, has started to take shape. But um, for you to be heavily involved in that, wow, amazing. I'm so proud of you, darling. Oh, thank you, my love. Thank you. Yeah. It's so heartwarming for me. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a passion of me. And I feel that it's important to remember that, you know, a lot of the stuff I'm teaching around the womb, I haven't done a course in. You know, I've learned to obviously through Chinese medicine, the science and all of that, but everything else has come from an experiential process. Mm. It's come from me treating thousands of women 
around the world and seeing it with my physical eyes and watching these women experience it. It's come from me journeying inside my womb for hours and hours and hours in darkness, in absolute fear, in absolute anger, hurt, sadness, grief. This opened up that dimension for me to see the portal gateway of existence within me. And this is what every woman has within her. You know, this is so powerful that it's, it's come from experience. Yeah, yeah. And every woman can experience this for herself. Yeah. You must have so much advice to offer girls and women, uh, but if there's one kind of key advice that you would like to kind of end our interview today, what would you like to say to the woman out there? I think just to keep it really simple, I'd like to come back to your period cycles. You know, that is your first gateway into your power, into you working through your trauma. And the most easiest way to do it is when you bleed because you're shedding your blood from your uterus. You're moving the emotions with the blood from a Chinese medicine perspective. And the portal gateway between the conscious and the unconscious becomes thin. The veil is thin. And a woman can tune in a lot easier during this time. So I ask you to get a journal, get a sacred place, get a sacred pen, you know, make it beautiful. And during your bleed, put your hand on your womb and ask her, how is she feeling? Are you feeling angry? Is there someone pushing your boundaries? Are you wanting to make certain decisions? And write it down, write your pain down, write your hurt down, write all of your struggles down, but also write your, your, what you want to create, what you want to birth, because all of that can be done during your bleed so that you can really detoxify the, the, the womb. And this will create more energy for you, more life force as you move further into your cycle. So that's just a simple thing I would love for all of you to do. But even more than that, do it on the earth. Sit on the earth, sit under a tree, sit on the grass. Feel how the earth feels through your womb as the blood is pouring downward. So it's pouring down into the earth. So doing that while you're sitting on the earth is so powerful and you'll feel so supported through that process. I love that. Yeah, that's a beautiful reminder for me, actually. <laughs> I needed to hear that. Yeah. Uh, how bloody awesome to have you on my show, finally. <laughs> I know this is take two for us, but, yeah, such a pleasure. Um, you, know, you know I love you so much, so much gratitude and joy to have you in my life uh, and to see you really just shine your light to those who need you so much. Oh, I love you. I love you so much. I'm so grateful that I get to have such beautiful souls in my life that support me 100% like you, Sharon. I love you so much. Thank you for your love you too, beautiful yeah, and uh, I, of course, will add all your details onto the show notes. So if they want to connect with you on social media, because you're very big on social media, um, if they want to, you know, know more about your programs and come and have a session with you, come and have a healing session or just to talk to you, 
I um, I will direct them your way and no doubt um, you'll, you'll have a, a few people reaching out to you. Uh, this is such a big topic and uh, so much more education and love is needed out there around womb healing. Definitely, definitely. There's, there's too many women experiencing too many gynecological problems and fertility issues these days and menopause and all of that. So we need, it's, it's a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily we have people like you, hey? <laughs> oh, thank you, my beauty. Yes. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you. This has been so fun. So much fun. fun. So much fun. Yeah. There you have it, Dr. Tashini, the woo medicine teacher and healer. So many great takeaways in our conversation. So no doubt you'll be inspired to connect to your womb differently or take the steps to educating or connecting to your womb in a different way. Or if you have someone in your life that needs to hear this, please share this message because unfortunately, so many women are suffering or neglecting their womb or feeling so much shame to their disconnection of their life force when they don't need to be. I encourage you to connect with Tash on social media because she's very vocal in sharing her love and passion for this work. I will add all her details into the show notes. Now for the review of the week. This is a five-star review and it's written by the username um, goes by the username smitten777 and they are referring to my last episode uh, that I released with Emma Goldie. I share absolute resonance with the element that mentioned empath and sensitivity. It's nice to listen and hear of one's journey that can light the path for others to be more nurtured towards a more meaningful life that encourages dissolving social norms. An element that I am keeping in the forefront of my mind while knitting it into my subconscious too. Thank you Sharon and Emma, a, while, a worthwhile listen. Thank you Smitten777, love that username. As always, if you want to support the work that I do, then please head to iTunes or you can go to your podcast app and you can leave me a rating or review this way and it could be you next week that I read out. And to all of you who are supporting my work, so much gratitude. I really appreciate all the beautiful messages and yeah, just connecting with me on social media and hearing from you. Uh, you probably noticed um, I'm trying to get an episode out each month. That's kind of my goal. Uh, life has been really full, so I'm trying to find that that balance at the moment. And I'm, I'm finding that one episode a month is working for me. And I also want to uh, mention, if you know of anyone that I should get onto the show or worthwhile me connecting, feel free to leave me some suggestions. I'm up, um, I'm hearing some, uh, I've been hearing word of mouth of some people. Uh, some people have approached me. So I would like to perhaps interview someone that I don't know, that I haven't done work with or I don't follow. If you feel there is someone that I should get on the show, just send them my way. I would love to hear from them. As always, lots of love, have a great week and I will catch you soon.